0: Dairy owners want tougher penalties for violent crime in the wake of last week's fatal stabbing, but what they're getting is extra funding for fog cannons. Many closed their stores for two hours, and about 300 people gathered outside Jacinda Ardern's electorate office in Auckland, the same electorate where dairy worker Janak Patel was stabbed to death. And this afternoon, the government announced all small shops and dairies will be able to access a $4,000 subsidy to install a fog cannon, but the wait could be months or longer. Sandringham Business Association Chair Chithan Chitiboma joins us now. Kia ora. first of all I want to start with the protests. A number of people turned out today. How are they feeling?
1: Good evening everyone. Um, oh they were so charged. Um, we were all charged. Emotions were super high. Um, at one point um, you know uh, the road was blocked. Um, And it was only because, you know, everyone was so emotional and so charged up and they just wanted to be heard.
0: What would you say the dominant emotion was? Are they angry, sad?
1: Angry, very angry, because the time and time you see dairy workers, um, you know, this is not the first uh, dairy owner death. This is not the first time dairy owners uh, were attacked this way. Um, and liquor like store owners, um, and, the, and, and this is a repeat, repeated um, uh, trauma that they face day in and day out, and they just want solutions. They want answers.
0: chosen today the government announced more funding for Fog Cannon, saying all small businesses and dairies will get this subsidy. What is your response to that policy?
1: All great announcements, all good Band-Aids, not going to solve the problem.
0: So what more do you want?
1: Okay, so we know the youth crime's up. We know serious crime is up. We need to change the law. We need to look at youth offending a bit more seriously. We need to look at people that are on e bail, bail, 501 deportees living in the community. How many of them are living? Are they recruiting these youth? How are they affecting their society? We need broader conversations around that. We need to look at these youth families if they are being supported by benefits and if they are, we need to ask serious questions to these parents as to why the youth are out offending.
0: Are you suggesting that benefits should be taken away from people where a child in that household is committing crimes?
1: I don't think they deserve taxpayers' money if they can't take care of their children and they want to go out and offend. No, they do not. Deserve my taxes.
0: So we don't know that all offenders are actually the children of beneficiaries though, do we?
1: No, we need to do. That's why we need to need to discuss, we need to investigate, we need more information on this matter.
0: So cut off benefits if that is the case. Correct. Also People have been calling for harsher penalties, and I just want to play you a little piece of audio from the police minister, Chris Hipkins, where he lays out the penalties that are currently available, and then we'll talk about it. Here he is.
1: The penalties, if you look at it, are quite harsh at the moment. So a burglary of a retail business has a a potential penalty of 10 years in prison. An aggravated robbery has potentially 14 years in prison. So these are already relatively harsh sentences.
0: So 10 and 14 years, Chishan, what would be an appropriate sentence in your view?
1: Um, 10 and 14 years on sentences, but are are they in the jail for that long? Are they being bailed before then, aren't they? I'm not sure. So that's why we, we are in discussions with corrections and police to get more information on that.
0: So would you like the number of years that the maximum number of years that you could be sentenced for extended, and if so to what?
1: I don't necessarily have an issue with the maximum um, uh, jail time, the jail to ten, fourteen years. All, all this sounds okay. but I have a feeling that they are not actually in jail for that long.
0: So, are you concerned that people are being paroled and would you therefore like people to be forced to serve their entire sentence behind bars?
1: There needs to be some minimum sentencing where they cannot be just bailed out. They go in and they get out in six or twelve months' time. And to be quite honest with you, I have no idea if that's happening because I looked at the corrections document today. Apparently there are about 53,000 people amongst us that are on bail.
0: Do you have concerns that some small business owners and dairy owners may take things into their own hands?
1: 100%. I'm very concerned because... What makes you that
0: concerned? What are you hearing?
1: The protest from today, I I, I never thought it would be so charged.
0: What are people telling you? Are they telling you that they have weapons? What are they saying?
1: They're saying that they'll end up doing something and they're crying out for help. So... If we don't act and if we don't think outside the box and if we don't get some real solutions on the ground, um, probably we will see a dairy owner behind bars very soon.
0: Yeah, so when they tell you they will act, what do you take that to mean?
1: They'll defend themselves and they'll probably end up killing the other side.
0: Do you know whether people are arming themselves?
1: Yes. What with? Hockey sticks.
0: And what are you saying to them about that?
1: I tried to reason with them today and uh, they weren't very kind to me.
0: So are they not listening to you?
1: It's, it's gone past that point, yes. Appreciate your
0: time this evening. Thank you very much for joining us. That is the Sandringham Business Association chair, Chithan Chitiboma there.